everyone. Welcome back to Blood and Guts. It is February 1st, and this case is the worst. Um, I tried to make that fun. <laughs> I tried to make that fun, and I, I, well, this episode isn't coming out February 1st, so I messed that up. <laughs> Um, hi, everyone. I hope you are doing well. Um, today, I've got a weird one for you. I've got something. I've got this case is very, this case is very famous. And the theories um, are really weird. We've never talked about most of the stuff that we're going to talk about. So I'm excited. Yay. I shouldn't say yay. Well, when we get to like, I'm going to I'm going to test I'm going to test how much how much you believe in and how much you think is plausible given this crime scene. Are you ready? I mean, I guess. <laughs> okay. Um today we are covering the very famous case of Elisa Lamb. This case is pretty recent and happened um February 19th, 2013 is when it all began. Um Guests at the Cecil Hotel in Los Angeles, California, began complaining to the front desk about the water pressure. Which, by the way, the Cecil Hotel sounded familiar to me when I was typing this out because I was like, oh my god, Richard Ramirez. But I forgot that the Black Dahlia was that was like her last seen location was the Cecil Hotel. That's where that's from. It's been through a lot. We have a drink for AHS Hotel, but... And that's it. Like that's, nothing yeah. else. Nothing else good came out of the Cecil. Um, isn't the Cecil by like Skid Row? Or is that a different hotel? Um, I don't understand geography. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's by Skid Row, which is like a bad area. I don't know much about LA. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know anything about LA, but okay. Um, so some people were saying it tasted funny and others saying it was coming out completely black. Um, both very bad signs. I just wouldn't drink hotel water in general. I would get my lawyers. I would get my wife and children and (laughs) not I would check out immediately. Not stay there anymore. So the hotel then sent maintenance worker, um, that came out wrong, maintenance worker Santiago Lopez up to the top floor to check. Now, a surprise tool that will help us later, to get to the top floor, you had to take the elevator to the 15th floor, go up another flight of stairs, disarm a security alarm, and then climb up another platform to get to the water tank, which needed a ladder to be accessed. So... All of those steps. You don't need to remember the steps in particular, but just there were a lot of steps to get to the water tower. Wink, wink. The water tank supplied. <laughs> That's a surprise. Well, it's tool important when you're later. thinking of how how someone could get up there. 
I try. I'm trying to be mysterious because I haven't exactly said what's happened yet, but I'm acting like there is not a, a single person listening to this podcast that doesn't already know who Elisa Lam is. If you're listening to a true crime podcast, you probably know the Elisa Lam case. And if it makes anyone feel better who now feels absolutely dumb, uh, I had to look it up. So <laughs> I'm she sorry. would make me feel dumb. So we're on the same page. We are we are winners here. All the homies. If you don't search. Let, let me phrase it a different way. If you don't know the case of Elisa Lamb, when I tell you to look up this video in a second, you are going to know. So perhaps don't. I I specifically we'll get to choose not second. to. Now this <laughs> this water no. tank supplied water to the guest rooms, the kitchen, and a coffee shop. So like everywhere <laughs> important is where the water went now when this maintenance worker looked inside this gigantic water tank he found the body of 21 year old elisa lamb just in just floating in there imagine if you like got coffee that day and you were like oh my god like this is surprisingly good today like i, I different cannot even fathom like what it would be like I don't know. Mm, I don't. Body water. We're going to talk about something, a possible outcome of the water situation. And I just am never drinking anything that is not from a filter again. We're about to die from dehydration. (laughs) So let's rewind. Let's talk about Elisa. So um, Elisa Lamb was born April 30th, 1991 in Vancouver, Canada. She was born to David and I believe it is pronounced um, Yina Lamb. They were immigrants from Hong Kong. She attended the University of British Columbia. At the time, she was struggling with her mental health and recent bipolar disorder diagnosis. So she decided to travel to the U.S. on what she called her West Coast tour, which I was like, how fun. (laughs) Her parents were extremely nervous to let her travel alone, but she was hopeful that this trip would be good for her. I said she, I mean her mom, um, that this trip would be good for Elisa because of like how she was struggling recently. So she went on this trip to the U.S. She contacted her parents every day and updated her blog regularly. Now, on Blogspot, her page was called Etherfields, and on Tumblr, it was called Nouvelle Nouveau. I don't know what either of those things mean, but good for her for keeping a blog. (laughs) I was like, I don't know what either of those things mean. Um, On Tumblr, you can go to her page but nothing is on the page. It was like scrubbed after her death. But it's 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 creepy because it's just like a blank white page. Um, now she outlined her trip on her blog. Um, we'll get into that more later. She outlined her trip on her blog. She kind of like posted about where she was going. Not the smartest idea, I would say. And you know. On Tumblr, I said her page has since been removed, but it still has, like, the header and a quote in her bio, which says, you're always haunted by the idea you're wasting your life. How terrifying. (laughs) 
so Elisa checked into the Cecil Hotel on January 26th. She was supposed to stay in a sort of hostel, but the hotel actually upgraded her to a room of her own after her roommates complained of odd behavior from her. So she was supposed to actually be staying with a bunch of other people, but the people kind of like, I don't want to say abandoned her, but kind of separated her from like, she got separated from the people that she was supposed to be staying with, which is weird and interesting. She was supposed to check out of the hotel on January 31st and call her parents, but she never did. Her parents were extremely worried by now because she never missed her calls. So they contacted LAPD and flew down to LA themselves. Hotel staff that saw her that day said she was alone. One of the last people to see her was a bookstore employee named Katie. Um, no, sorry, named Katie Orphan, who said Elisa was very lively and outgoing and friendly and that she had come in to get gifts for her family. I say this because she was clearly, you know, in a good state of mind and she had come to get gifts for her family, signifying she fully intended to head home. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? She yeah. fully intended, like, it wasn't like this was her last day. She intended to go back and she, like, go back and see her parents and things like that. So police were able to search the public area of the hotel, but they weren't able to get a search warrant for any rooms, which I don't know how many rooms the Cecil Hotel has, but I feel like that would be kind of useless anyway, because you have, if you have like 600 or so rooms to comb through, how long is that going to take you and how long is your time frame? you know? Okay. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Um, let's talk about the elevator video. So this happened on February 15th after another week with no sign of Elisa LAPD released a video of her last known sighting on February 1st via a camera inside of an elevator. Um, all right. I'm going to try my best to describe this video. If you so choose, I highly recommend you watch it just so you can get a better grab of what I'm trying to say. If you are like Genesis, don't watch it. It's cool. It's no, <laughs> no, I was Maybe. just saying if you would prefer not to watch it, there is nothing violent in the video, but it is very disturbing. I, w I will say so. It's nothing, nothing violent. You only see Elisa. That's the only person in the video. But um, I, I recommend if you're interested in the case, I would watch it just to kind of get the picture that I'm going to very poorly portray to you right now. <laughs> so in the clip, Elisa is seen walking into an elevator, bending down and selecting several floors on the panel. She then stands up in the back corner of the elevator. Normal stuff. Besides for like selecting several buttons, but whatever. When the doors don't close immediately, she hesitantly moves forward and then puts one foot outside of the doors. She then steps a bit outside the elevator, whips her head back and forth, like real fast, like almost comically whips her head back and forth, looking in both directions and then steps back inside the elevator, this time into the front corner near the control panel. 
She then backs her body up against the front wall near the control panel and squeezes into the front corner. And I can almost 100% for certain say it looks like she's hiding from something. That is what it looks like. The door still remains open as Elisa slowly steps out from the corner and into the elevator door frame. And she kind of leans against the door for a bit. She then very slowly steps out of the elevator, sort of leaning out and then jumps out of the elevator. Like she like lean, 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 lean. And then she kind of like falls forward onto her feet and shuffles forward. Again, watch the video. I'm, I'm, it's, (laughs) I'm not doing, I'm trying my best. So she sidesteps where the camera can't pick her up for a bit. And you can see her right arm raise above her head. And many people say it looks like she's kind of tucking her hair behind her ears weirdly. She steps back in the elevator, crouches down, presses more buttons. She stands up, steps out of the elevator again, sidesteps into the same spot as before. And this, I am getting chills talking about it. She then turns to her right and does some very weird hand gestures. At first, it looks like she is talking to someone. It looks like, you know, she's having conversations and she's talking with her hands. But then her hands are outstretched and her fingers are spread apart. And it looks like she's feeling around in the air for something. She sorts of, she starts like combing the air with her hands. Then she makes some more gestures that really can't be seen too well. It looks to me like she is communicating with something. And it looks almost like ASL. It, she's making very precise gestures with her hands. This goes on for like a minute or two. And then she finally sidesteps away and out of view. The video continues um, when the elevator doors close with no one in the car, open with no one outside of the elevator, and close once more with no one getting inside the elevator. Before the end of the video, no one near it that entire time. It is awful. <laughs> the video is, is it's, un, it's unsettling. So don't watch it if you are easily frightened, I would say that. The video quickly went viral because many people thought it was edited. You know, some, like, they, they thought that, like, bits and pieces were cut out and it was blurry. But I say, you know, that's just like an elevator camera. Some theories of why her behavior was so bizarre state that it was due to drug use, which none was detected in her body, just by the way. A psychotic break, and the most popular theory, obviously, that she was being pursued by someone. Um, So let's talk about the crime scene. The water tank she was found in was eight feet tall, four feet wide, and 1,000 gallons. To get her body out, they had to drain it completely and cut it open from the side. February 21st, the Los Angeles coroner's office said the cause of death was accidental drowning with bipolar disorder as a significant factor. I don't know what that would mean other than the bipolar disorder led her to drown herself. I don't know what that would mean. Do you have any idea? I didn't know you were the psychology. <laughs> <laughs> say that loosely i just i don't i don't know I, i'll have to look more into that 
Um, so her body was found naked. I have seen some sources say naked and I have seen some say clothed, but I'm going to say her body was found naked with the clothes seen in the elevator video floating in the water with her all coated with like a sand like particle. It was coated in something weird. Her watch and room key were found with her. Now, her body was moderately decomposed and bloated. Um, It was a greenish color with some marbling evident on the abdomen and skin separation evident as well. There was no evidence of physical trauma, sexual assault, or suicide. Toxicology tests showed traces consistent with prescription medication that she took regularly, as well as non-prescription, like ibuprofen, like Advil. A small quantity of alcohol was found, but no other recreational drugs. So it's looking like no foul play, really, autopsy-wise. So obviously, the investigation determined how Elisa died, but not how she got into the freaking water tank of a hotel. So any doors and stairs that access the hotel's roof are locked with only staff having the passcodes or keys and any attempt to open them would have sounded an alarm. The hotel fire escape would have let her up there undetected, but she would have had to have known that there was a fire escape in the first place. Now some canine units detected her scent over the fire escape. So maybe she, she could have known, but I don't, I don't know. I can't say. These tanks were huge and heavy. So it is unknown how she was able to get up into them and open and close the lid on herself. If, if she did this herself. Because like, I can't imagine how you would be able to get into that tank, that gigantic tank and close it yourself. You know what I mean? Because you're, you're, you're in water. And there has to be some sort of like separation of between water and the lid. It can't be filled to the top. So I don't know how anyone could possibly close it on themselves again. If this was self-inflicted. A, a judge regarded it as also being 20 pounds. So that's another factor. And Elisa was tiny. It There's a lot of ifs. <laughs> so... The autopsy was pretty questionable. Um, It doesn't say anything about a rape kit, like rape kit results, or the fingernail-like test that they did, or that they were even processed. But also, you are probably not getting anything from either of those because of the decomposition that she went through. Even, uh, Even though it records subcutaneous blood pooling around her anal area, which can be a sign of sexual assault... This is also a side effect of bloating. So there's no, we don't have concrete anything. The reports also showed she might not have taken her medication. It says she took one of her antidepressants the day she died, but not her second one because she took two and not her antipsychotic. Now, not taking your antipsychotic that is prescribed with an antidepressant is super dangerous and has a very high risk of mania. A lot of people think she had a psychotic break. Now, I know I know some people have like different pill schedules, 
but she died at midnight, meaning she would have taken all she would have taken all of her meds for the day unless she just didn't. But it's like it looked like she was doing well at that time. Of course, I I can't say. Overall, foul play was ruled out, even though well, no, sorry. Foul play was not ruled out, but there was nothing indicated, even though they couldn't complete a full autopsy due to decomp. In September, Elisa's parents filed a wrongful death suit against the hotel, claiming that they failed to inspect and seek out hazards in the hotel that presented an unreasonable risk of danger to Lamb and other hotel guests, seeking unspecified damage and burial costs. Now, they cited no security footage on the roof and the fact that the alarm might not have even been working. So they were like, why don't you have a camera on the roof? Now, the hotel argued it could not have been reasonably foreseen that Elisa would enter the water tank. And since it was unknown how she got in there, they can't be at fault. So, (laughs) I, okay, Cecil Hotel. Okay, I don't have a high opinion of the Cecil Hotel anyway. (laughs) I mean, I kind of agree with the Cecil Hotel. It's, no, you can't, you cannot reasonably. Obviously not in this case, but (laughs) I mean, logistically and lawfully wise, they're right. Yes, legally they are right. No one can foresee someone entering a water tank, but just like pay the funeral costs <laughs> yeah i would pay burial costs but i'd also be like mm, yeah. that's it though like that's okay but i feel like as like a business though like yeah yeah no way um well that yeah yeah no way it it doesn't matter because in 2015 the suit was dismissed yeah yeah so i mean obviously there's no if you can't prove that she didn't do it mm-hmm. herself. There's no way they'd be able to get yeah. anything from the hotel. All right. Let's talk theories. Are you ready? Sure. sure. All right. So first theory, obviously, we have that is okay. That is all of the facts of the case as we know it today. First theory, obviously, murder. There is the hotel employee theory. Now, A hotel employee would have known how to get around and disarm the alarms, obviously. There is possible edited surveillance footage that led to the theory of a hotel cover-up. A lot of people think that the elevator footage was was edited. Elisa had written posts on Tumblr about people bothering her at the hotel and that she was possibly being followed. Which, that is kind of what puts the nail in the coffin for me um if she wrote about being uncomfortable (laughs) her tumblr kept updating after she died even though her phone was never found okay this sounds like oh my god this is such a big deal we have a break in the case someone has her phone but this can be explained because tumblr has a queue feature that where you can queue up posts However, I use Tumblr, and I have never seen that. It's, it's weird, but if you, can you imagine if that you had a giant case happening and then your Tumblr updated? Oh, my God. 
See, I never really used Tumblr. I wasn't I wasn't that kind of I used Tumblr because that was what the cool emo kids used, but I could never figure it out. <laughs> so I just I never understood how to use Tumblr. So, okay. Next theory is the LAPD, which I don't put anything past the LAPD. We know they suck. (laughs) So some people put the LAPD at fault saying she perhaps fell victim to a snuff film, which is a very, very loaded assumption. There was possible, possible evidence for this being a police thing was saying they didn't look in the water tanks and didn't find her in their initial search because it is kind of weird how they searched the hotel and they didn't find her. But also, who's going to look in the water tank? I mean, they had sniffer dogs, but would a sniffer dog be able to sniff through, like, steel or whatever a water tank is? I mean, I don't know, though. Like, you definitely would check the roof, because obviously, I feel like I feel like you would look. Yeah, and it also said the sniffer dogs sniffed something near the fire escape. I don't, I don't know. All right. Let's get in. Those are the really, (laughs) those are the only sound theories that I have for you. Let's get into the crazier theories, which also some of these, maybe not that crazy. I don't know. (laughs) So the next theory is witches and Satanists. Um, uh, I don't believe any part of this theory, but I'm going to say it because just to just to get everything out there. I'm already sold. <laughs> I'm in. So, Elisa was believed to have been murdered on January 31st. Which, hey, yesterday. Oh my god! February? Oh, wow. I am... Maybe I did plan this. Feb- no. <laughs> I didn't at all. The February 1st is Imbolc, which is a Gaelic tradition celebrating the beginning of spring. Now, basically, okay, it's believed that a human sacrifice is necessary. And when I say it's believed that a human sacrifice is necessary, I mean white religious people that are scared of anything that's not Catholicism just associate things that aren't Christianity. They need a human sacrifice, which is what it sounds like. Now, proponents of this theory also cite that Alastair Crowley wrote a poem that is eerily similar to this case. Let me read you the poem. <clears throat> Let me get on my poem voice. I don't have a poem voice. Okay. Oh my Let my lamp at midnight hour been seen in some highly tower where I may outwatch the bear, the spirit of Plato to unfold what worlds or what vast regions hold the immortal mind that hath forsook her mansion in this fleshy nook. What do you think? Um, all the homies hate Alistair Crowley. I am gonna go on record, go ahead and say, I'm gonna put it out there. That has literally nothing to do with this case. I don't know. I'm in. I'm putting all my eggs in this proverbial Satan's basket. <laughs> okay. Um, Crowley also, Crowley, Crowley, whatever. He also founded a philosophy called Thelema that revolves around a demon named Lamb. That is all to the witches and Satanist theory. (laughs) 
I mean, but that root appears everywhere, yeah. though. You can... There's, like... I don't if know. you tried hard the enough, the creature Lamia, it's in everything. If you tried hard enough, you could probably connect Satanism to every single case that we've covered. As we should. Mm. I feel like you can never go wrong. Actually, you can. <laughs> no. Okay. The thing about the devil is that he's very reliable. Oh, is he? Consistent. Mm. I love you, Krampus. <laughs> I'm going to go with no. This theory is weird, but also terrifying. This, have you heard of the Invisible Light Agency? Vaguely. Okay. So, Elisa Lamb posted on the internet about a new invisible cloaking technology. This led to people believe this led to people believing she was corresponding with the military who knew about this technology. I do not know how how a random 21-year-old girl could be corresponding with the military about some high-tech technology. But that aside, there is a location on Google Maps called the Invisible Light Agency. This is located inside the Cecil Hotel, even though there's, like, nothing inside the hotel. Is she hiding and communicating in the elevator from someone none of us can see? There is, you know, did she know too much about the technology? Is that why she wanted to go to the Cecil? Was she letting too much information loose on the blog? Like, there could have been a number of reasons why, going along with this theory, the military could have possibly shut her up if she was, you know, talking too much. You know, was it a national security issue when she went back to Canada because she was in the U.S. this whole time, you know? Was that the reason that there were weird particles on her body? I just want to let you know that I wrote all of these questions that I'm asking right now in the Google Doc because I wanted to bring them up. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. I, I don't believe this, but after seeing The Invisible Man, I would put this a, more likely than the Satanism theory. I mean... What do you think? Well, that makes one of us. <laughs> do you th- do you think that is even remotely possible? No. You don't. You don't think that. No. You don't think that we. D- d- is it because you don't think we? You don't think the technology is possible, or you don't think we like it's possible, but we but we haven't figured it out. This is just becoming invisible cloak talk. <laughs> I feel like if it were, it would not be there. Yeah, that would be weird because why would it be in the middle of a hotel? I Not even a hotel, but like it would not be in California. Yeah. It would be like in D.C. or like Area 51 or something. I just... Sure. <laughs> I just... I don't... It's it's an interesting notion, but not likely. 
So the next theory is that Elisa fell victim to bioterrorism. Now, at the time, there was this huge tuberculosis outbreak going on. So conspiracy theorists mainly believe that she was the victim of bioterrorism. Elisa might have had TB and gone through multiple experiments because some people with TB become very confused and disoriented, which could, of course, explain the elevator video. She could have possibly come to America with tuberculosis and caused the outbreak because so many people drank the water. What what do you think of that? I don't. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It it seems like in theory it seems like, oh my god, yeah, that could explain the outbreak. Like, she could have been the reason. But also, I feel like there are a lot of factors that could mess it up. Like, I feel like someone could say a single, like, oh, this is impossible, and the entire theory would go to shreds, you know? Um, also notable, and also extremely weird, is the test for tuberculosis is called Lam Elisa. That's just, like, that's just a fact. It's always been that, which is... That is, that is extremely weird. Like, the fact that it is her exact name with her spelling. Uh, I don't know. Okay. The last theory that we're going to get into um, is the elevator game theory. Which scares the living daylights out of me. I don't like this. So... This is a popular game in Korea and also on Tumblr. Um, I, by completing the directions, you are supposed to enter a parallel universe. Um, I didn't, I didn't put all of the directions in here because you can find them yourself. And also I'm scared to look them up. (laughs) Basically, you have to do. It's a lot of weird button pressing and specific instructions like, oh, you have to press floor 10, but then you also have to press floor 12 after that. But when you get to floor two, you press floor five. And it's all of that like weird stuff. At one point, just notably, a girl is supposed to enter the elevator, but you're not allowed to look at her because she's not human. If you do look at her, she'll take you to a different dimension. Just as an aside. <laughs> it, cameras and phones may cease to work and one may become confused and forget the elevator they took on their way back. And people are like, this is absolutely how she ended up in a water tank. I do not believe it. <laughs> Nor do I. It's If you look at the instructions they're extremely scary because when it's supposed to be like when you get to the parallel universe, everything is like dark and you see a red cross at the end of like a tunnel. And it's like one out of 10 billion chance that you get back. Cause you may like enter the wrong elevator or whatever. And it scares me and I'm never riding in an elevator again. See, that's what gets me though. Like a red cross. Come on. People want this case to be a product of Satanism so bad. Yeah, I just, ugh, I'm so sick of cross imagery. Like, okay, this would have been fine, but it's, like, yeah, a parallel universe is, yeah, 
gonna care about Jesus Christ because <laughs> that makes sense. Um, obviously, the last theory is um suicide. People say you know she completed suicide. Um, I would, I would believe it. Of course, if she was not in the water tank. Um, because I feel like there, there is no way on this earth she got into that water tank by herself. Absolutely no way. Thinking of, thinking of water tanks, even thinking of like a boiler in your house, that thing is solid. And to lift up the lid, which Judge said was 20 pounds. 20 pounds is not that heavy. But think of it if you are inside the water tank floating in water. How are you going to close that back in on yourself? Because assuming there's like a gap between the water and the thing, you can't stand up in water. Like, how, how would that be possible? And why? I mean, could be, yeah, definitely. Why would she go in a water tank? Like, why? I don't know why, but it's physically possible for sure. Twenty pounds is absolutely not that heavy. It it wouldn't. I don't. Be. I don't think you have a, a grasp of how heavy twenty pounds is. No, but I'm thinking of it from the perspective of how is she going to close that back on herself? I and mean, seal all it. she even all she even needs to do to close it is you just need to tilt it at the right angle. For all we knew, it didn't open up all the way, anyways. But seal it? Sealing it, no, but she could have gotten herself into it. And close it. Yeah. I just... I, for all we know, the sealing could have just been... Someone noticed it wasn't sealed and sealed it. Oh, yeah. Like, that didn't necessarily have to be, like, a malicious... True. Intention. But, okay... All right, then what the heck is the elevator video? I don't know. Because that's not, that is not normal behavior. But I will say that if you think you're being followed, if someone were to do that, could go to the roof and find some place to hide. Oh, yeah. I guess because you would, but what about all of the, passcodes and alarm systems I don't know I mean part of the lawsuit is that they don't know if it even went off true there's just which may or may not be true but there's so many unresolved questions Uh, the thing that gets me is I can understand okay in this in this elevator video she sits there and she meticulously presses all of these buttons, almost going down in a straight row and doing it. And crouches down, looks like she's hiding from something, and makes these insane hand gestures, but no one's there. She's not communicating with anyone. And if she is, they have to be far away from her because they're not in the view of the camera. It just, it makes no sense. Unless, of course, unless she was having a manic episode and she closed herself in the water tank. 
it's just there's so many I this case is up there with me with John Binet as far as like I want it solved up there with the Black Dahlia I just want to know I want to know a timeline of like what happened with answers I guess I mean you said what did she have BPD yeah I mean paranoia ideation true isn't it literally triggered by like stress it could be i haven't read up i haven't read too much up on bipolar disorder i mean going along the like she could hypothetically have gotten herself in there all it would have taken hypothetically would be feeling like maybe someone's following you true but what if she was disoriented a lot of these theories say confused and disoriented so how are you going to sit there and which also i feel like we're not talking about hold on let me pull up a picture of this water tank because you need an elevator to go in er, elevator oh my god never mind you need a ladder to get up to this water tank so is there a ladder on the side i ask myself as i no no there's not okay now i can get a better picture okay so these look like drums basically and there are no ladders on the side they they're just cylinders there is nothing to grab onto or climb up on where to get onto these tanks i'll post a picture of the tanks yeah they needed to grab a ladder and get it so how could she have gotten up there i just (laughs) i don't know there it's like no one theory makes perfect sense other than murder. Once again, not really. Okay, well, wh- why doesn't murder make sense to you? Murder makes as much sense as anything else. I don't see what brings it up as um, primary. I guess it's just like the weird elevator video and the fact that she found in a water tank. Because when you think of people completing suicide, water tank is not the first thing that comes to mind, you know. But I, I don't know. I can't say. I can't say anything for sure. And yeah, I guess. Um, I, that is the case. I will post pictures of everything that I can find. Um. I don't know. I will. I'm gonna link the elevator video. I'm not gonna post the video because that would just be too long. I'll link the elevator video in the episode notes, and I will post pictures of the um, of the water tank and of her in the elevator, so you can kind of see the camera angle and stuff like that on our Instagram at Blood and Guts Pod. We are on Twitter at Blood underscore Guts Pod. You can email us anything you want at bloodgutspod at gmail.com. And do you want to do a PSA for this case? Um, PSA, do not stay at the Cecil Hotel.
Oh my god, don't stay at the seasonal hotel. Um, if you do, uh, stay on the ground floor. Well, and the ground floor is not. Don't drink water. <laughs> yeah. Just, just don't drink water. Period. I meant the at seasonal... the hotel, but sure. Oh, that works okay. Too. I thought, I thought you just meant don't drink water. Period. <laughs> you need to drink water. Uh, the the hotel actually has a new name now. I forget what it is. I think it's the the Stay on Main. I'm not sure, but um don't let it sneak up on you. Research the hotels you go in. Like a hotel could sneak up on you. Bye everyone. Bye.